This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacey Grizzly. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode 31 of North Atlanta's Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have Good Neighbor Demetrius Jordan with Next Peak Consulting Group. Hi, Demetrius. How are you today? Hey, Stacy. I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Very excited to have you on the show. Well, I am very excited as well and, and ready to get going. Okay, well, let's get started then. How about you tell our listeners about your business? Tell us about Next Peak Consulting Group. Sure. Well, we are Next Peak Consulting Group. Uh, we are a management and tech solutions company. We guide businesses through cultural and leadership transformation so, so that they can reach their next peak, if you will, of their business. Uh, it's really about effectively executing on strategy. Very nice. I like the, the tie into your name there. <laughs> yes. Very good. I like it. Well, tell us about your journey. Tell us about what led you to, to Next Peak Consulting. Well, I tell you, it actually, uh, uh, years of executive management, um, organizational development, uh, and overall process improvement, my experience and the experience of our consultants, who we also we call Sherpas, um, really led to this, this point in time where we really wanted to help companies succeed and thrive. Um, you know, it's a real challenge. You know, most companies, Stacey, when, when you, you have this new strategy, you work really hard to plan out your, your next big steps to, to grow your profits, um, or, or to retain top talent, uh, reduce inefficiencies. Uh, you spend a lot of time planning to do that, but the execution is, can be really, really difficult. Um, so what we do is we identify really the challenges um, and uh, challenges of organizational culture, assessing sort of where companies are, and we help to make that match between uh, strategy and leadership um, that actually drives folks forward. So, so again, after, oh gosh, it's been more than um, two decades of, of work in leadership development, organizational design, and executive management um, that has sort of led us to this place. And, uh, uh, and I'll just say about Next Peak. Um, and where it comes from. Actually, we uh, in, in 1996, my wife and I had actually gone on a journey. We were living and working in Japan. We'd gone to Indonesia. We set off to climb this volcano on the island of Lombok. It's called oh, Mount I'm Minijani. loving this story. <laughs> oh, it was quite amazing. And we'd heard about uh, what it was like to see the view at the summit of this volcano. But to get there, it was a four hour trek through the jungle. And to get there by sunrise, we had to start off at four o'clock in the morning. It was wow. pitch dark. And I tell you, 
uh, the guide showed up. Our Sherpa showed up in <laughs> slacks, a button-down shirt, and some flip-flops, and a bag, and a really dim light. And we thought, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what have we gotten in ourselves into? <laughs> what have we gotten ourselves into? And he said one thing really clearly. He said, uh, follow the light and stay on the path. Follow the light and stay on the path. And we did that for four hours. It was very difficult, um, but we learned a lot. And I tell you what we learned most was on the journey back down when we returned. And, and, and again, this is a gorgeous view. When you, when you come back down and you see where you've come from, you notice the cliffs we were on we noticed the really treacherous uh, 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 trails that we were on. And, you know, and companies go through a lot of these same similar challenges. They, they go right up to their, they, they want to go after their goal. They're kind of walking in the dark in some areas. And you really just want that guy to reassure you that you're on the right path. And when you come back down, you can see the accomplishments and then it becomes replicable. You can actually scale and grow from it because you've done it before. And that's what we do. And that's how our journey has led us here, um, really through that experience. And now we are working with companies and helping them to grow and thrive throughout our area. Well, that is a, a great story behind the story. So <laughs> I, I loved hearing it. I have to ask, did he make it all the way, the eight hours of travel time wearing flip-flops? <laughs> uh, he did. We wore boots. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> but he was quite familiar with the journey, with the trails, and for right. him. And that's how we see ourselves. We might show up in flip-flops. But I promise you, we've been there and done that, and we're going to help you along the way. And you're going to get them to the next peak. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Whether it's in flip-flops or hiking boots, <laughs> you're going to get them there, right? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> you can tailor the, the, the trail for the client, right? <laughs> well, and I, I tell you, that, and that's actually true. I mean, we are uh, we're very nimble. In our approach, we offer a wide range of resources and tools from our diagnostic tools uh, to our curriculum uh, to our, again, action planning, everything from uh, uh, we do staff retreats and training. We do professional executive coaching. Again, it's a wide range of consulting, coaching and advisement. And uh, um, but what's important is that we address your challenge because it's your challenge that you're facing. And we have certainly a, a diverse group, diverse experiences among our, our Sherpas, our, our consultants to get you there. So what size businesses do you typically work with Demetrius? Or is, is that also a, a wide range? Do you, do you want to? It, it is a wide range. We've worked with groups as uh, state agencies with only 20 employees. And we are we work with utility companies with as many as, as nearly 30,000 employees. Wow. Um, so yeah. we can uh, uh, we can certainly build and create the capacity based on need. Um, 
And uh, so, so it, it is a wide range. I'll tell you that most of our clients tend to be in that space, though, between two to 300 employees. Okay. Well, that's, that is helpful to know, but you, but you do go down to, to smaller, in smaller businesses as well and whale up to the, to the big ones. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and I, and I'll just add to that. It's, it's really important, particularly for businesses with 20 or fewer employees. Um, It's not as costly as, as many think, but man, it is something about having a guide a coach, someone that you can um, you can confide in, you can engage in the journey because it is a journey and it's not easy. It's not easy. And it's very and it's even compounded when you when you're walking this journey out alone. And so and that's what we do. So we're there. We reassure you. We don't take ourselves uh, too seriously. We like to have fun and engage our, our clients because the journey should be one that's an enjoyable one. But we recognize the challenges and the risks that that you as a client face, and we take that very serious, uh, but we can have fun along the way. Well, I, I personally love as a business owner myself and um, and working in an industry that is dedicated to helping other businesses grow. Mm-hmm. I love that that there are coaches like you out there to um, to, to help guide those of us that are, are, you know, maybe newer in our journey <laughs> or newer right. along that journey. Um, so what, what are some common misconceptions or myths about maybe the business consulting industry or about maybe your business in particular? Are, you, are there any misconceptions you'd like to clear up with our listeners? Oh, absolutely. There are a few. Um, and I'll just hit and just sort of highlight some of the, the big ones there. Because we we begin with culture. You know, your culture tells you a lot about what's happening in your organization. If you were going to see a doctor and you've got a cough or you've got that nagging ache in your back or you've had that headache that just persists, you know, those are some of the symptoms. You know something's going on, but you don't know exactly what it is. And typically your culture will actually reflect sort of what's going on. It will actually uh, reveal some of the, the symptoms. And so so some of the myths, though, in starting with culture, if you will, is that some, some organizations, sometimes it's culture. So there's a myth that culture is about making people feel happy. <laughs> and it is not. There is a real science about it. And, and we talk about it from the competing values framework. So we do have a, a, a tried and true data-driven approach for how we assess culture. And so, uh, so, now, so this isn't about making people happy. It's uh, um, some say that culture can't be defined or, or, or you can't measure it. Well, you actually can. And as, as I mentioned, there's been substantial amount of research and case studies on an understanding the four different types of cultures. Um, how do you get there? How do organizations make decisions and 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 how do you go about doing the work that you do? So so the idea that it can't be defined and measured is 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 another myth, and it certainly can. Some will even say that culture is HR's responsibility. Um, that oh. my team, we don't, you know, we'll we'll just hand that over to HR and they can handle it. 
Um, but it's not, you know, uh, leadership is really important. Leaders influence what happens in an organization. And so uh, when you are leading a team or a business, um, you, you don't always have HR <laughs> that you do or um, uh, but culture happens at the front line level. And so that's really important. Um, couple of more and then I'll just but culture costs too much to address it's it's you know it's cost too much money it takes forever while it is true that culture change is part of change management it's incremental and it can certainly take time uh, but what we also know is that it is something that occurs daily it is affordable it is and it, it is worth the investment um, and then lastly um, you know, culture is something that, you know, in today's uh, uh, environment, uh, again, this is a reiteration of the first that culture feels soft, that it's not, again, a solid concrete science, but it is. And so um, so I'll just leave it. So those are some of the misconceptions. But but I'll tell you, it's it's uh, we believe it's important. We've, we have found it to be true. And we've got a wonderful case study that actually identifies the success rates of, of addressing uh, our, our organizational issues when we start with culture. Well, I when you when you were saying that that uh, people think culture, your first point about culture, that people think that that's just as defined as how happy people are, you know, at, at work, and uh, so I. I would be very curious how, how you are measuring culture. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a, a, a topic for another day. I'm not sure. I don't know how, how long sure. Well, we, be, but. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and we'd love to, to have a conversation um, again with anyone who's interested and uh, who want to know more about it. That doesn't cost you anything, but, but we do, we have six metrics um, of which we measure um, through uh, an, a diagnostic tool, an online tool that helps us to understand sort of our current state, where we are and where we want to be, uh, our preferred. And we do that against our strategic objectives. And I'll, and I'll tell you just how important it is, Stacey, you know, 50 to 90 percent. This is a these, these are Forbes numbers, 50 to 90 percent of strategic plan implementation ends in failure. Wow. Less that than is a really high number. <laughs> it is very less less than 15% of businesses consider their strategic implementation successful. Uh, wow. It is a real challenge, but here's what we know. We know that companies with an integrated culture-driven strategy are twice as likely to grow faster than their than their industry competition. It is again, it is proven. We have great case study that actually uh, reflects that. Three and a half times more likely to be more profitable than the market. Um, and these are real numbers, uh, and they're very important to the the viability and ultimately the sustainability of a business. And so while it's not the only thing that we do, it is one of the three really important pieces that we address culture 
leadership and what we call sort of synergy. This is the alignment between the two, which we use digital, again, solutions uh, to address. Yeah, well, I, I know just how important culture is and just how it varies so much from business to business. You know, I was a, a school teacher for 19 years and just mm. the culture between the different schools that I worked yes. at and, and, and even further than that, the culture of the different grade levels that you worked right. on could be different within an organization, you know, and, and that's a, obviously a very different setting, but, but culture is so important and, and and it does result in you know job satisfaction and happiness That's and all right. those things but not defined by it i so i, I understand right. what you're saying and uh that's great that you, can that's you, you want to retain your top talent and 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 in doing so certainly um having the right culture that aligns with your strategy is very important and and speaking of teaching i taught in japan for three years early on and uh, and and I can tell you that some of the schools where I worked, I taught for two years and then I, I actually uh, worked as an advisor. Um, and I can tell you, it's it's when you see a school that's very competitive, as an example, the culture of competition um, is very different sometimes than even the culture of innovation. Um, and sometimes it even changed from the culture of 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 control and, and command. And so anyway, but, but yes, yeah, so yeah. it's very important. Well, and, and I think that, that anyone who has, you know, worked in different companies can, this will, will all this part of the conversation will definitely resonate with them. Cause uh, I think all of us can think of, of, you know, places that we've worked that have had, good culture, <laughs> you know, a, a good culture, a positive culture. Um, and, 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 and many of us have experienced the opposite. <laughs> so That's right. I'm, I'm glad that you're, you are there to help uh, navigate some of these businesses through those um, unfamiliar right. terrain. <laughs> Back to your, your hiking analogy. <laughs> That's right. We're going to climb together. That's right. Well, so let's actually, let's shift gears a little bit and let's talk about, and I, I, I know that you do like to adventures yes. <laughs> based on your first story, but tell us, uh, tell our listeners what else you are doing for fun when you're not working. Uh, well, it, again, family is really important to me. Uh, my wife and I have three kids and one who's just finished college, one who is um, in a junior year of college and a high schooler. And, um, uh, and we like to hike. Uh, we are an adventurous group. Um, you know, we, we you know, we're, we're swimmers. We like to hang out on the boat on the lake. We like to, uh, again, you name it. Um, but but my wife and I have always been that way. And so uh, so that's a really important. I mean, that's a, just the time and being outside is really important to recharge, among other things. I mean, just to kind of when you have the pressures of life and work and you need an escape to recharge. So so that's yeah. So I like I do. I like to hike. I like to read. Um, I like to ride my bike. Um, I like to exercise. Those are things that are really important to me. 
All good things. <laughs> All good things. <laughs> All good things. Yeah. Well, so shifting gears again from fun to a little more serious, is there a life challenge or hardship that you face, Demetrius, that you can now say for having been through that experience, you are better for it today? I can. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I mean, there's certainly several that come to mind. Um, but one, you know, I, one of my early jobs when I was younger, um, a little bit out of college, I worked for an organization um, for a company that sent me to, I say sent me, but I volunteered, I wanted to go. Um, I worked in Phnom Penh, Cambodia, and I was working with a group of, uh, it was a new government, uh, working with a, a group of parliamentarians. These were new folks, but there was still some unrest there. And um, and so it was a little dicey at time. Towards the end, there was a, a coup attempt and you could see sort of, I'm watching the news, you can see some of the armed militia sort of driving into town. And, but I tell you, um, Stacey, it was something about some of the the families and the children I came in contact with. Every day, it didn't seem to matter their condition, which was challenging and more than I'd ever seen. But every day, they had a smile on their face. Every day, regardless of the things that were going on. And so while it wasn't necessarily my struggle, but it was one that I could sort of live vicariously through, and was just reminded about sort of the hope within. And so, um, and just seeing how hard these folks work and, and and how they live their lives was just really important to me. It was something that I brought back and tried to remember not only wherever I am in the spaces where I, I sort of navigate, but, um, but even some of those stories I use and we use even as consultants and advisors when engaging our clients, because, you know, um, while it is a dream and it is so exciting to own and run a business or to lead a team, um, it can be difficult. I mean, it could be a real challenge. And so every now and then it's good to hear a story that's encouraging and that's uplifting um, and that reminds you that, yeah, I too can actually, I can do this. This is tough now, but there's something bright on the other side. And so, uh, so anyway, I always think about that. There, there, again, there are several others, but it was something about that nine months living in Cambodia that really changed uh, my life. Yeah, that sounds like a very impactful experience when you can see people less fortunate than yourselves, you know, they're going through something unthinkable to us or unimaginable to, to us that within they can do that with a smile that is very uplifting and motivate it motivates you <laughs> to, to be better for sure. Um, well, is there anything else that you would like our listeners um, to, to know about Next Peak Consulting that we haven't covered? Well, just that, you know, we want to help get your business ahead. We do what we call it is our, our climber value. I mean, core values. We, we help folks to become climbers. 
And this is how we think about a climber. A climber is first courageous, um, fearless, and moves with the courage of conviction. Uh, a climber listens, is aggressively attentive, um, and listen with the sole intent of creating value. A climber uh, has integrity and does things the right way and respecting those around them. Um, a climber has meaningful experiences, a passionate about driving a single purpose um, and the things that matter most to those around you. We say a climber has balance, um, is divergent, intentionally takes on big challenges while making the journey enjoyable. A climber operates in excellence. Uh, we approach every situation with a winning attitude and then relational. A climber has to be relational. You got to invest in people and relationships because it is the lifeblood of the next peak. And that's what we do that's our approach to actually doing what we do as business management consultants. Well, that was an excellent description. Thank you for sharing that with us. Well, it, if our listeners want to learn more, and I think there are going to be some who definitely do, <laughs> what is the best way, Demetrius, for them to get in touch with you? So there's three simple ways. You can visit our website at nextpeakcg.com. That's CG for consulting group, nextpeakcg.com. Um, or you can just call me directly um, at 404-458-7152. Again, 404-458-7152. Or just simply email me at info at nextpeakcg.com. Info at nextpeakcg.com. Wonderful, Demetrius. Thank you so much for being here today. It has been a pleasure to get to know you and to help share your story with North Atlanta. <laughs> Thank you so much, Stacey. <laughs> you are so welcome. Well, that's all for today's episode, Atlanta. I'm Stacey Risley with the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thanks for listening and for supporting the local businesses and nonprofits of our great community. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast North Atlanta. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthatlanta.com. That's gnpnorthatlanta.com or call 470 Nine four six seven zero zero seven.